and welcome to Design Reaction, a podcast that explores what's next in interior design and fine art. I'm your host, Marilyn Watson Laverne, and in my work as an interior designer, I constantly witness a lot of innovations, best practices, and new technologies that contribute to luxury living. With each episode, I will take you behind the scenes to reveal new introductions in furniture, kitchen and bath, outdoor living, and fine art. I'll share my reactions to these innovations, which will lead you to more informed design decisions that will elevate your living experience. Expect to have fun on this show as I dish on the impact of design in popular culture and share my advice on experiences you can explore for yourself. If you're ready to learn more about interior design, decor, and fine art, then the Design Reaction Podcast is definitely for you. Let's go. I think is is a highlight. Um, I think that the next space that they talked about, well, just so you know, listeners, there are there's more to th- what is being shown than what we're going to be able to talk about in one podcast. So definitely get out and get that issue or check it out on uh, Architectural Digest's um, website. But um, they talked about uh, their bedroom, um, the primary bedroom, Mm -hmm. um, which I think was, I may be skipping a little bit, Christian, what's the next photo that that I have up there? Is it, is it their private bedroom or is it their their office? Sorry, we'll come back to the private bedroom in a moment. Yeah. Um, their office, which um, and and I wanted to talk about their their home office because for the most part, um, given you know the circumstance of work now for for most professional people, everyone has a an. A, a home workspace, and I was glad to see theirs. Um, they seem to be um, proud um, of the fact that they they share that that home office workspace. I know, Ashley, right now we're speaking to you in your um, home office. Um, listeners, Ashley does have a separate office uh, and, and design studio outside of her home, but she does share a, a, a smaller, more informal workspace at home, I understand that the space is somewhat famous. I understand that this has been shown on HGTV. Uh, so you all are getting a chance to take a look at how uh, Ashley actually works in her space. Um, yeah. I digress a little bit, but um, talk a little bit about um, what you saw, what you think, your opinions of their their home office. Yeah, so the home office, by the time we got to the home office on the video, mm-hmm. Here are my here was my observation. Here's my thoughts. Right when we come to clients, they have an inkling of what they want the space to look like. Yes, and I can imagine. I'm mean, gonna be talking about this that Julius and Viola were like, we don't like clutter. <laughs> Julius <laughs> likes. He mentioned that he likes Chosky's. Uh, yes, <laughs> which you can see here. <laughs> And then um, I think that they probably said something about like, we want it to be light and bright and airy, right? Like, and once the YouTube tour got to the office, I said, oh, for sure. That's probably what she said 
that's probably what they said to the designer mm-hmm. and my critical thought was there's so many ways to get light bright and airy without just you without, without just white paint things white sure yeah sure sure it's so much white it is a lot of white it feels yeah. it doesn't feel exactly um uh specific to the mm-hmm. client um, mm-hmm. I like what you just said, that there are other ways to keep a, a space light and bright without just rolling on white paint. Tell me some yeah. of your favorite ways of achieving that without just white paint. Yeah. So you, I mean, obviously there's white paint. I think you can also pull in some drama or some texture or some culture with the use of like textured wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite brands to kind of tie in some neutral uh, options to keep it light and bright is Arte. Ah, um, yeah. Just because they have like the best quality of, of um, paper. Beautiful that Even from their website, you can see that there's texture. You can see that there are levels to um, the material build on mm-hmm. the actual paper and it holds up really, really well. Mm-hmm. And so I am, I probably have sitting in front of me, like I keep them so close <laughs> to me. Show um, if you've got a couple of them. Yeah. Okay. We got to get a sponsorship for Arte now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, if so you're here's listening. My, here's my favorite. So where's my camera? Oh yes, see that? yes. So oh my gosh. Um, the paper is called Bojaggy, and the um, the colorway I think is Bone. If I'm not sure, it doesn't show. But yeah, I think that's Bone. But it's still white. The but texture you... shows up perfectly. Oh look at that! See now that, that is saying something extra, right? So that's neutral, beautiful, but cultural, sure. Sure. Um, I think this is a neutral. Let's see. Look at that. Bold. Look at that. And it's wo- it's like woven, and that's what it. Like I, they could have did Look that at on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Ashley, you make a good point about um, you know, uh, it's like your your eye can feel it. You know, when you said yeah. when you just look on their website, um, yeah. what you see, the texture, the richness of it. Um, mm-hmm. But still done in a, in a lighter color. I those are great suggestions and listeners, mm-hmm. listeners slash viewers um, certainly take that away. Um, you know, there's there's if you've got four walls, say something on those walls. You know, yeah. you can get you you get a lot more mileage out of papers like mm-hmm. Ashley just shared than paint. But yeah, I think it's from so from a. Um, if we're looking at the collect the collective mm-hmm. or the collection of spaces that we have been able to see on Instagram and on you on a YouTube video that they mm-hmm. did, it feels like all the culture in their home stays in that den. <laughs> yeah, it kind of dissipates after that. It yeah. becomes a little bit more standard standard mm-hmm. issue there. Um, so so now we're gonna move on to the um, the the primary bedroom. Um, and, and there too, the colors are very neutral. I thought that Viola, um, she was clear in her, um, wanting to keep the space as neutral and calming as possible because as an artist, 
there is probably so much stimuli uh, for her in a in a day's work um, that coming home to a space um, where the emphasis is on ease and rest. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that that it definitely did that. There may have mm-hmm. been other ways to have um, succeeded in that. That that room looks really big. Uh, it yeah. could be the angle of the photograph, but it certainly mm-hmm. looks like a really big room. And I got to imagine that there's a big closet and a big bathroom um, mm-hmm. that, that accompanies that space. Um, when I first saw it and, and listened to the way she explained yeah. it, I said, okay, I can see how they came to that. Um, but it also could look like a standard issue hotel room um, mm-hmm. that could be anywhere. T- tell me your thoughts. I, I I think I really enjoy this space. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it for the calm of it. The window treatment is stunning. Yes. I love yes, that pop. is beautiful. Yeah, I love the pop of color from um the sofa there, that seating option. Mm-hmm. The I'm assuming that this is one of those frame TVs from Samsung. And it that's looks why like it port- that there's yeah. this beautiful art in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, this moment, I think if they were going to go light, bright, airy in a traditional sense in this space, Mm -hmm. I would have took that stone to be Ah, something really textural and really white. Like I would have whitewashed it out and really just had like a, a, just a, a Blanco abode Ah, there. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I I like, I like this space because the floors are dark. Mm-hmm. Um, it almost looks like an alabaster on the wall, like yeah. a Cheryl Williams alabaster. Al- I think yes. I would have went with like a Fresh Kicks from Claire. Mm. Um, just because that I think Fresh Kicks is the is the um, the paint that doesn't have like the uh, the warm or cool tint. Correct. So it just you just it, let the light do whatever. You're let, the light right, wants exactly, to do. exactly. Yeah. So I would have done fresh kicks on the wall instead of this like creamy alabaster. And then I would have um, done some type of uh, like either a German schmear or Mm. some kind of um, white, highly textured stone on that fireplace. On on that fireplace. And then the black from the fireplace inlay in the, I think what is black on the, um, the window treatment rods. Yes. Like. I would just let that live and and do its for thing. It be great, yeah. I like. I'm what interested you s- to see the nightstands. Did I, they show I, that? I, I I couldn't find a picture where you could see the nightstands because the yeah. nightstands, from what I can tell, the only furniture, real furniture. I mean, obviously the bed is there, but mm-hmm. case goods. Um, it looks like probably everything. That's why I mentioned earlier. There's probably a really great closet somewhere because yeah. I don't see like dressers and things like that i don't have a dresser in my room as a matter of fact justin is building a dresser right now because we've gotten to the point where um i can no longer live in my head that i i I I despise (laughs) dresses i do not want to see a dresser i just don't so here's where here's the part of the podcast folks where we'll we're going to hear a dissenting opinion so I um I find dressers to be this necessary thing, mm-hmm. um, and so I do have a dresser. Um, I is in your room. It's in my room. Um, both of us um 
listeners, you all don't know where we both live. What one of us lives in Charlotte. Uh, Ashley lives <laughs> in Charlotte. I live in Montclair, New Jersey, just out outside of New York City. We both live in old homes. Now, I, as I understand it, Ashley, your house is a hundred plus years old. Is that correct? One hundred three. One hundred three. So mm-hmm. mine, my house is ninety-seven years old. So somewhat similar, um, but the. I don't know about your house. My house has small rooms. And at the time, I believe that there just wasn't a whole lot of room for, for, for closet space. So the closet is really a modest size in my home. I, I previously lived in a much larger home, and still the closets were really small. People depended on um, dressers and chiffre robes and wardrobes and armoires and all these other kinds of things. My opinion is that they are they create visual clutter in a space where you're trying to rest. Um, but I've found them to be this necessary evil unless you're able to um, store your clothes and personal belongings in a in you know in a closet designated for for that and something that's large and spacious. Um, but I I'm intrigued by what you said. Your husband's building a dresser. He is. He he's putting a dresser together right now. So in our so our I think our um our home is like almost the opposite. So we have huge rooms ah. and in my opinion, small closets for the size of the room. For the size of the rooms. Mm-hmm. So our primary space I think used to be um I think it used to be in like an upstairs living room. Oh. and then a conjoining room. Got it. And then as the years went went on, I think maybe someone took down a wall. So our our bedroom is huge. Do you think it's about um, as large as, as Viola and Julius's? Yeah. 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 Strange, strangely enough, I, I do. I think there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, There are ten windows in our in our wow. bedroom. Wow. Okay, that's Ele- a really 11, big room. Yeah, because it's one in a hall. So it's ten bed, ten windows in the room. And then um we have a California King bed our nightstand still ton of room to walk on both sides of the bed and sure. then on the opposite side of the room it's a peloton <laughs> and we used to have a sectional on that other side of the room like it's a huge wow. space wow yeah and so we um the closet we've recently i think last year we put a dresser last year was the first year we bought a dresser <laughs> we, put, we put a dresser in the closet um, and then we were like, oh, this dresser life is cool. Haven't seen the clothes in that dresser since we put them <laughs> in there. And that's why I don't <laughs> like the dresser. So now we're, put, we're building a new dresser. Still have the existing one. And it's mm-hmm. going to go on the side of the Peloton. But it's like, I want to keep the first two drawers for like our workout stuff for the of Peloton. Course. So I want it to be more of a sideboard. Okay. Okay. Than a, than a dresser. Than a dresser dresser. Um, but even for Naomi's room, like there's a fireplace in my four-year-old's room. That's how large our, the rooms are in, wow. in our home. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I can, I, I sense that we're going to have a future <laughs> no. podcast. I want to tour your home. <laughs> I know that there, yes, I, I believe that there's probably a treasure trove of design ideas. Uh, just seeing the scale of the spaces we, in her i'll stop here but her, in her closet in this room where there's a there's a whole freaking fireplace <laughs> that before i became a professional designer um you guys will talk about me about this behind my backs <laughs> but 
I was like, this fireplace is so masculine. I'm going to paint it. (laughs) (laughs) So that's another thing I want to hear about. I painted the insert, but I'll talk to you about that online. But in the clo- <laughs> offline, but on, in her closet in this room was a twin size bed. So she had her bed, and then there was a twin size bed that lived in the closet. That's how deep wow. her closet. Wow. Yeah, was. Wow. And we just recently took out that bed so that she could have a, a big girl bed. Mm. Yes, wow. Um, but yeah, it's, I hate dressers. <laughs> I just find them to be necessary. So I try to give them, I try to uh, think about how it will, I like what you, you know, how it will live in a space. I like what you said that the dresser that's being built for your room, uh, you're seeing it more as a sideboard than necessarily clothing storage. I like that because I think it extends the, the, the living. Um, Let's move on to the last couple of spaces. So they had a, um, Christian, what's next? Is it is it the dining room? Oh, let's see the dining room. So I my design opinion about dining rooms is that they are spaces, they are the last space that we have in our lives now, our contemporary lives, for mm-hmm. ceremony. Um, You know, this is where we celebrate holidays and birthdays. This is where when we think of, you know, memories of home, often among those memories is what went on in the dining room. You know, when you bring the baby home from the hospital um, and you, you know, you you sort of have a buffet there, um, you know, for people to enjoy and take a look at the new baby. Um, You know, sadly, when there is... um, you know, a, a passing away in the family, the repast often will uh, take place. I, I call that like the it's kind of the after repast because, you know, the family is exhausted. You come home and you enjoy being together there. But it is the space where ceremony takes place. Most other rooms in our homes have more than one use. You know, sometimes the mm-hmm. family room doubles as a home office. Um, like you said, you all work out in your bedroom um, some people use the, you know, the kitchen as also the place where homework goes on. Um, the dining room, I think, is a specific space for a, a specific occasion. Um, they were most proud of the chandelier in there, um, you know, when they talked about it. I believe it comes from Circa. I've seen <laughs> that chandelier. It's like a series of, of sort of upside down bubbles. Yeah, um, the balloon. Yeah, like chandelier. the balloon. Yeah, exactly. So I've seen that chandelier. I like it. I think, um, you know, look, they they were really excited about it. What I thought was nice. I like the way the dining chairs were done. Um, mm-hmm. The fabric on the back of the dining room chairs, I think, gave you know a little bit of excitement and some softness to a space that typically has, you know, hard surfaces. You know, you've got you, you've got a table, you've got a sideboard, maybe you've got a um you know a, a side buffet or a break front and there's nothing there's typically not much softness in in a dining room but i think i thought the chairs were were really w- well done and the other thing was that julius is so proud of his table um i thought that was an you know it was a nice thing you know that he was like take a look at this table i built this myself yeah. i have this and i'm glad he had that moment yeah i especially love 
that the designer was able to tie in something that he felt so warmly about Mm -hmm. into a really beautiful space. Yeah. The window treatment is so well done. Yeah. The tassels coming through, like not at the ends of it, Mm -hmm. but in the middle of it, I think is so beautiful. Really well done. Um, There are two elements in this space that I think as designers, we see a lot, which is that bubble light um, and that paper. (laughs) That wallpaper. I know that they're really excited about that, but you're right. I've seen that a lot. Yeah. But you know what? I think so. I say this, but I also want to extend like passes for both of those spaces, both of those elements, mm-hmm. because the I think of Circa, which is going completely by visual comfort these days, but they have reimagined this light fixture because it has the um, the striping yes. texture on it. Yes, that is new to this piece that we've mm-hmm. seen time mm-hmm. and time again. So yeah. I'm, I love it. Yeah. Um, and then the paper is not. Oh, baby, you can't you can't turn it right there. I you see your design assistant has joined us. I can love you do that. it in your chair. Here, sit in your chair and do it. And I won't be able to hear the paper on the mic. Okay. I'm almost finished. And then the the paper. There's nothing else out there like it. Right. Right. True. It, it is a classic. And I love getting to see how people use it. Now, would I have taken it from one space to the next? Probably not. Speaking Probably of not. that. So that's a good point. Um, the taking it from one space to the next. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. they liked it that they that the, the same wallpaper that they're using in the dining room. They've transitioned it over into the living room. Mm-hmm. I, I probably would not have done that. Yeah, but I've done that. I, but all I in know. all, I do. I think this is my. I think this is the most well designed space. Oh, is that right? I, I of do. all the spaces, you feel like this of one's the best. Of, of all of them, I think it's. I think it speaks to their age. I mm. think it speaks to something that they have collected along the way and they have loved on that yeah. table. Yeah, I think it speaks to. Um, customizing a space when you hire a designer with those chairs the Mm -hmm. chairs are stunning I think um her like intellectual um like human capital for design and pattern I think you can see that here Mm -hmm. with the designer Mm -hmm. because she could have covered the chairs in that pattern that's on the back Yes. And it had been the whole chair and it would have been a disaster it, sitting up yeah. against that wallpaper. Yeah. yeah. But she was really smart in keeping that solid foundation on the front and all around those chairs to be sitting up against that paper. And I think it's really beautiful. I think it's contemporary. You can see that um, like culture lives here. Yes. Um, yes. It's, it, I think it's really, really well done. Um, even from the the ceiling piece of it, you know what? So for listeners out there listening to what Ashley's talking about, um, this is this is one of the this is one of the qualities that I believe designers bring to a project, um, a professional designers bring to a project, and that is restraint. You know, sometimes um, there can be too much of a good thing. Um, uh, I, I think you are absolutely right about those dining chairs. That um, if if that fabric had been the whole chair, it it, it would have fallen. 
quite flat. It, it, it would have been in competition with the wallpaper. But I think that what they're showing here, is, what this designer is showing here is some layering, some thoughtfulness. Um, and that kind of doesn't come with just, um, you know, looking at something in a one-dimensional way. I think that restraint is the kind of thing that um, has to be exercised um, when you're, you know, when you're thinking about projects, people who know me know that I have this one philosophy um, that I repeat often where I say, you know, if, if if one thing, one great thing can be one great thing on its own, you can't have, everything can't be great. So, um, you know, if one thing is Diana Ross, everything else needs to be the Supremes. And, yeah. um, you know, in this one, I think that she's selected two or three things that are, you know, um, Diana Ross and the supporting um, uh, pieces there really do support, you know, what's going on in the room. That chandelier, yeah. I, I agree with you too. I think that the way the chandelier has been reimagined um, uh, gives it a kind of prominence and um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Originality that, mm -hmm. um, you know, that really, you know, makes it stand out in the space. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then the last space we're going to talk about is their living room, which, um, you know, Julius, I think, mentioned that it's near the front of the house, that it gets this really great light. Um, they did carry that wallpaper into the living room. And I believe that this is where there was the sofa that they recovered. It's in this very deep, rich blue. Mm -hmm. And that looks like either velvet or mohair. It also looks really comfortable. They didn't go on about that, the comfort <laughs> of that sofa, the way they did the one in the den. Um, mm -hmm. What was the most successful thing um, in that living room to you? I think the coffee table. Yeah, that coffee table is nice. Yeah, I think the coffee table. Um, is that a fireplace on the lower half of that black wall? I believe that it is a fireplace. They didn't talk about it, so I don't know if they didn't. Mm. You know, I don't know why I didn't talk yeah. about it. I like the coffee table. If that's a fireplace, I think the position of that, which they probably didn't have anything to do with, but <laughs> it, I think it's really well done. The paper, they didn't need it in here. Um, yeah. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't need it in here. Uh, even having a, a different paper, I think, would have been really, really nice. But I do enjoy the layout of this space yeah. because wherever that walkway takes you mm -hmm. takes you i think this is a really fun space i'm always terrified of lamps on small tables because, because maybe because i have a four-year-old <laughs> that can <laughs> do it that, or maybe because of me because i can see me knocking over nana's lamp well that <laughs> and lord knows we don't want to do that yeah i um so I don't have any lamps in my living room. Mm -hmm. um, and I do think that I think through like, okay, how's that going to function if I'm living with... Now, now we have, you know, a recessed lighting throughout the living room. Um, mm -hmm. And um, I, so I, you know, it's not like, you know, we're suffering from darkness in there. But I too, <laughs> I feel like that, that, you know... Sometimes I feel like oh, is a lamp a thing to get knocked over? Is it mm -hmm. is it taking up more space on the table surface that could be better used for 
you know, yeah, those those tables aren't functional. Yeah, I don't. Nobody's they, putting anything on those tables. Yeah, I don't. I think like. So. I do like them in this space. I like how they are. Mm-hmm. They, I think they are blue. Yes. Yes. In a like a sim, similar um, or cerulean like playoff of the blue that's on the sofa. That's on the sofa. Yes. So I enjoy them. Um, I think this would be a completely different space with different wall treatment. Mm. If 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 they so make a suggestion. So if we take out mm. that wallpaper, we're not just gonna go swinging a brush with some paint on it. No, I'm thinking. What do you got? So there's a mural aspect of the paper. This paper mm-hmm. that they like a lot. So I think I would have presented to them something else in a mural mm-hmm. because you're not going to see so much of it with all those windows in the space. Sure. So something with um, some greenery that oh, would yes. tie into the outside of their mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. Some like uh, tans, greens, browns. Um, maybe not so much of like a forest. There's this one paper we just got from, um, I think it's Rebel Art, but it's a company that uh, produces, the paper is produced in Ukraine. Oh. Um, and it's absolutely stunning. But I think that the green would have, the green and the tan would have played really well off of this dark wall with the coffee table. Because you can see, I think she has the green moss balls on the coffee yes, table. Yes, And they look really fun up against that blue sofa. Mm-hmm. And so I think tying some of that in, where you could have your skies in a dining room, you can have like your open, you can bring in what your outside exterior looks like. Yes. Um, into that space. I would have done that. So I, um, what I notice is that there's so much natural light in that living room um, that, yeah, I agree with you about the, you know, the lamps probably don't really do that much for it. Um, I the, like them. I mean, I like them. They just don't know that they add a whole lot to the space. Mm-hmm. I do love the blue tables, though, um, because, um, you know, the, the side tables. Um, the tables are blue? They're, I'm sorry. They those tables oh they're like they're a black brown. they're a brown black. a black brown yeah maybe like it's just pe- the reflection the of tables them. yeah you're right you're yeah. right you're right my little I, like, here. I, re- I really like everything here minus the use of the paper again yeah i might have so i might have gone for um um uh, art on the wall um Mm-hmm. Perhaps, uh, maybe even let's say, uh, a, a collection of smaller pieces. I'm um, not too many of them, but you know, uh, perhaps a triptych. Perhaps mm-hmm. um, I, I'm thinking um, abstract paintings. Um, yeah. But you know, I probably would have done. So, and they talked about the fact, and they do have uh, a, a collection of art. I probably would have would have done that just to bring more interest. Um, there's, I don't know where the space was, but they, they did show, uh, an image of some African masks that they collect. I think the wood from the masks would have made a nice play off the wood from that, that wall opposite the large window. Mm Um, I like that. I I think I would have put a a big piece where this paneling is. Ah, yes. Yeah. Cause the Mm -hmm. paneling after, you know, I mean, 
there's a lot of paneling yeah. there. So, um, yeah. you know, a nice big piece in the center, perhaps over what we're, what you and I believe is a fireplace. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that is a fireplace. It's just not. Yeah. A, pe- uh, a piece on that mantle in that same dark shade mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to say a, a, a r- something red, some, something ah, other than abstract. Sure, yeah. sure. Something, something abstract. Yeah, I um, I'm so glad you joined me for this conversation me too. because um, one, I just while I've always liked how you know authentic you uh, talk about it, the authentic way in which you talk about design. Um, you know, a lot of times people are talking strictly about aesthetics or strictly about trends, and I think that you bring you know a deeper um, uh, discussion and perspective. Um, uh, to talks about interior design. Tell me, what kind of things do you have coming up for uh, for your your business? And you know, what what prospective clients should be uh, seeking when they when they come to you? Yeah. So, uh, twenty twenty three for us is all about clarity. Mm. Um, as a new designer, I was, I'm still going to clarify myself as a, as a new designer, um, going into year four, doing it professionally. I think there's still so much to learn. Mm-hmm. And I think we have in these past three years really nailed down or honed in like who we want to work with. Um, what kinds of aesthetics are we going to um find and reimagine Mm -hmm. and all of that jazz and so for us now it's really about providing clarity on our process and so we've had the process that we have right now for two and a half years okay it's grown and now we are focused more on clarity over transparency Mm. um And so that's what we're working on internally. Externally, we are introducing um, potential clients to our whole home experience. We uh, are looking to kind of break the mold. I know designers all over the world do whole home, but we um, specifically at Muse Noir, because we are very familiar with who our clientele is, we really enjoy giving people the number up front. So okay. we've always charged um, per space rates mm-hmm. over hourly rates. And we're trying to figure out what that's going to look like in a whole home package. If right. we say, you know, if this is, if this is your home, this is the number, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's not going to move. We could be working on this for, you know, a year to 18 months, like most whole home projects take. Sure. Um, but this is the figure that you pay in design fees. And it's taken a lot of work for us to get to that point. But that's a, that's one of our biggest things. That's not my biggest feat is um, figuring out. We just started, um, we introduced the idea of it on our Instagram I want to say sometime in October and then another time in November. And Ah. we went back into the office January, either second or third. And we already had four people lined up for whole home. They don't even know what it looks like right now. (laughs) Congratulations. That's fabulous. I have to imagine that that pricing structure is, Mm -hmm. um, is, you know, a soul relief for clients, just having an understanding like, this is what, you know, this is what this is going to cost. Now that, that we have this, 
settled, uh, mm -hmm. we are freer now to proceed with the, you know, the, the work of the design and, and collaborating yeah. on a project that, you know, we're not asking, you know, at every turn, how much is this going to cost or where's the budget yeah. now? Yeah. 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 I think that tramples all over the potential that the relationship has to grow from client to friend after the project is over. Sure. And like, so all of our best clients are, have become really great friends of either the business where mm -hmm. they're our biggest referral source, or they've become really good friends of, of mine um, because I am attempting to be incredibly aligned with my clients. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. And I think our big thing for this year is outside of clarity, outside of um, prioritizing whole home projects is I want to work with people who absolutely love what they do on a day to day basis ah. because I've gotten to see a big difference in people who are just like, I'm making money. I make good money. I hate my job. I hate what I do. I want to work with people who love what they do, love people what they provide in the world. starting off a little happier. <laughs> yeah, and more, absolutely. More inclined to be more satisfied with the process of design in their homes, correct? Absolutely. So whole home projects are coming out for us. Um, and then we have our furniture line, which is called Philosophy 31. I was just going to uh, ask you about that. Mm -hmm. It is a line of performance sofas specifically mm -hmm. designed for short-term rentals. Um, my husband and I have been short-term rental hosts since 2015 or 2016. Wow. And um, it's changed our lives I'll in bet. terms of us once being broke millennials now <laughs> to being able to, you know, buy this house that we love and continue traveling the world. Kids are expensive. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Congratulations yeah. to you. Where can so listeners. That, that will drop. That, that will drop. And when will that drop? Mm -hmm. Do you think it, will that be later on this year? Will that be. So it'll be earlier in the year. We were trying okay. to line it up with a, um, a, course that we are teaching on teachable um over how to design your airbnb or your short-term rental for like the maximum profit profit mm -hmm. um and one of the things that is holding us up is that we spoke to um we had the pleasure of speaking with airbnb um about what we were rolling out and they were like when you're finished with it we want to see it first um okay. and I was gonna just you know how you hold on to things so they're perfect and so I started making some alterations and then once we got wrapped up with it um now we're waiting for them to review and we want the furniture line to roll out with that so got it I'm hoping it'll be February but so, at the latest March. So now where can people learn about Muse Noir, yeah. about Philosophy 31? Am I saying it right? Mm -hmm. Philosophy 31. Yep. And um, the possibility of working with Muse Noir in their own private residence. Yeah, so I think the best possible um, way to interact with us is through Instagram. Our Instagram is at muse.noir.interiors. You'll be on there um, all night, just so you know, people. If you're a, a nighttime Instagram crawler, uh, Muse Noir Interiors on Instagram is a, a must-see, um, <laughs> a, a must-scroll uh, yeah. Just really great ideas, but you'll really have um, some key insight into 
um, the perspective that they come to interior design with. Yeah. So Muse Noir is our, is, is our, our Instagram for Muse Noir is the best place to get like where we are right now, see everything in real time. Um, our website, musenoir.com. And then in hiring us, you can just always click the link in our bio or click the link on our website for a discovery call. It's complimentary, 30 minutes. Um, and then we take it, you know, we'll take it from there. Terrific. Thank you so much again for um, for your time uh, in, in uh, reviewing uh, this um, extraordinary private residence yeah. of Viola Davis and Julius Tenen. Um, for those of you all listening, um, this is a relatively new podcast. We're glad to uh, and welcome your comments, your questions. Um, there will be more discussions like this. Um, but bring your notebook when you when you come to listen to this program, um, because our hope is that um, we're offering you a lot of takeaways that you can incorporate in your own home. Again, Ashley, thank you so much for joining me. And um, listeners, we'll uh, look forward to, to your joining us next time. Take care. I truly appreciate your joining me for this episode of Design Reaction. I hope you learned something new through our stories or were inspired by our descriptive observations of the newest things happening in design, decor, and fine art. Both audio and video for this show are recorded and engineered by Cube Recording Studios in Montclair, New Jersey. The original music for our show is produced by Cube Recording Studios as well. If you enjoy Design Reaction, please subscribe and invite your friends to listen. I'm Marilyn Laverne, Principal Designer of Marilyn Laverne Interiors, a full-service interior design studio working with luxury-seeking clients everywhere. Visit MarilynLaverne.com to see the portfolio of our work. And then if you're interested in design services, book a discovery call using the tab on our website. Until next time, continue discovering your reaction to design. I'm Marilyn Laverne.